This is a season-long podcast in support of the YouTube channel Season Long Baller, and we're doing another... Wow, that's not a good way to start. <laughs> that is not the way we like to start, but we're doing another shoot-around on the podcast like we did a couple of weeks ago, and we'll talk about all things Season Long Baller, how the season is going, and we'll talk a lot about the Washington Wizards team as a whole, where we stand in terms of statistics in the rest uh, among the rest of the league. So last week, the Wizards went 2-1, and one, uh, defeating the Jazz and the Pistons and losing to the Timberwolves. Timberwolves game was relatively close until we got into the fourth quarter where we lost, um, well, where we basically lost the game in the fourth quarter. Timberwolves shot relatively well. The Wizards shot horribly in the fourth, including uh, us. We went what, one for eight in the fourth quarter, I believe, and that was the biggest difference in that game, and the Wizards lost that one uh, 59 to 49. The Wizards then followed that up with a 70 to 53 victory over the Utah Jazz and closed out the week with the Detroit Pistons 77-66 on Saturday. Now, the biggest thing about that was the trade where our new player, uh, Alperen Shingun, debuted for the Wizards. Here you see the trade offer where Shangun uh, was given to the Wizards in exchange for Corey Kispert and a 27 first round draft pick. Now, you know how trades work in our league. We don't exactly uh, adhere to what's going on in the real league. If a simulation makes a, a trade, we adhere to it. And then on next season's game, the rosters will basically reset. I think this is a good trade overall for the Wizards, especially when you consider that a team we will be facing a little bit later on, the Miami Heat, got bigger themselves by acquiring Clint Capella and trading a shooter, just like the Wizards did, Duncan Robinson, to the Hawks. We'll talk a little bit more about them a little bit later on, but that is a really interesting look for the Wizards and got the Wizards a lot more serviceable and and you see here i'm working on that mid-range shot because well we've taken a lot of those and of course as i talk about it i miss it <laughs> shout out joe's arcade see we're, we're putting we're putting in the work to try to hit a little bit more of these mid-range <laughs> mid-range shots but the wizards probably needed some more serviceable size and getting shangun at 611 now allows us to move daniel gaffer back to the bench where he excelled in that role last season backing up uh christoph porzingis who of course is with the boston celtics and a real trade uh in the offseason especially is going to be recognized in the game so of course porzingis and bradley beal who we will be facing uh very soon again for the second time they are on their respective teams but in this particular case of what we're talking about, Shengun will be a wizard, at least, for the rest of the season. Now, take a look at the all-star voting really quickly out west. You've got uh, Luka Doncic leading in the voting for the backcourt with 1.4 million votes. In the front court. no surprise there, Jokic, of course, is going to be leading. He is also the leading vote-getter in the entire league at 1.7 million votes, so obviously he'll be starting. Coming out east... Our player built, Jamon Summers, we are leading all East vote getters. So we will be starting at this rate in the East with 1.5 million votes. And then uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is leading in the front court for the East. As you see, he has uh, 1.4 million votes. And again, continuing to work on uh, these these mid-range shots as we do our shoot around don't forget we've got the spurs just a little bit later on today it'll be our second look against uh, our second look at the uh, rookie of the year candidate um 
uh, Wimby Miyama. And actually, it's interesting because in real life, Wimby is battling Chet Holmgren. But in our simulation, and, and, and you'll see it in our simulation too, uh, as I was talking a little bit earlier about how the game resets for each season here on Season Long Baller, just like in the real NBA, we go back to the actual rosters. Chet Holmgren, for us, finished third in the Rookie of the Year voting on 2K23 because he was healthy the whole season last season for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So, behind uh, Jamon Summers and the actual NBA Rookie of the Year last season, Paolo Boncaro, Chet Holmgren finished third. So I guess Holmgren kind of gets to double dip because he is right now in our simulation running second for Rookie of the Year behind Wimby. And we'll get our look again at Wimby in uh, just a little bit uh, later on. Now, again, looking at the um, looking at that trade, as you see here, Wizards again trading uh, Kispert and a 27 round first round pick for uh, Shangun to the Rockets. We haven't faced the Rockets yet, so we will be seeing Shen, uh, we will be seeing Kispert twice more this season. So again, taking some more of these mid-range shots. <laughs> there you go around the free throw line area there. And now take a drive to the left here and a long shot around the top of the key. You see that's from 20 feet. And again, shout out to Josar Kane. And again, stepping back a little bit now, taking some longer shots. Now taking a quick look at Wizards statistics, some of the team stats this season. We'll blow through these pretty quickly. The Wizards are right now have the best record in the NBA at 36 and 9. I don't know how sustainable this is. I'm I'm actually shocked that we've played this well. But part of the reason is because we you know Jamon Summers, I have played well. We are uh, shooting we're at, uh, probably the NBA uh, presumptive leader right now for the MVP, averaging over 27 a game, just under 6 assists, just under 6 rebounds. And that has really changed the Wizards' fortunes. Now, keep in mind, we do play six-minute quarters here on season-long baller. But the Wizards right now are the number one team in the uh, NBA. Now, that is followed by us scoring about 69.2 points a game. That is number one in the NBA. But we're also allowing the most at 61 Point three points a game. Our field goal percentage also number one, shooting 52% overall from the field. As you see, the Pelicans and the Nuggets with 51 and just about 50 and a half percent are second and third in the league. And the Wizards are shooting 85.3% from the free throw line, and that is also number one in the league. Now, free throw attempts. You notice the Wizards are in the bottom half of the league, only averaging 8.2 free throw attempts. And Jamon Summers, who is second in the league in free throw attempts, only to Joel Embiid, is getting half of those free throw attempts by the Wizards at 4.2 free throw attempts um, per game. And like I said, that's second in the league, and the team as a whole only has 8.2. Three-point percentage, the Wizards are only behind the Mavericks and the Warriors, shooting 40.8% as a team. And offensive rebounds, hmm, no surprise. The Wizards have not been dominating the offensive boards and are shooting a pretty high percentage. So last in the league on offensive rebounds at 3.9 offensive rebounds a game. Wizards are, however, cleaning up the defensive glass way better than I expected with 25.5 rebound defensive rebounds a game. And that is best in the league and adding Shangun should only help that number when you have uh, Daniel Gafford moving to the bench. 
Uh, rebounds per game, again, on the strength of those defensive rebounds, the Wizards lead the league in rebounds. Now, blocks per game, Wizards are last in the league with 1.6 blocks tied there with the Pelicans, but the Wizards are last in the league with blocks, and uh, as you would expect, a majority of those blocks come from Daniel Gafford, who was lead, who was fourth in the league, I believe, in our simulation last season. Uh, Porzingis was number one at uh, over two blocks a game, but Gafford had almost one and a half blocks a game last season, but he was coming off the bench. Hopefully Shingun, I know Shingun's not known as a uh, defensive stud, but hopefully Shingun will be able to clog up the middle just a little bit more for the Wizards. The Wizards are also 28th in steals per game with only three a game. Uh, Summers is leading the team in steals, but if you take a look at our games, DeLon Wright has probably been our best, per- well, he is our best perimeter defender, no doubt there, as Summers leads the league in points given up, but, uh, or we lead the league in points given up, but I think Wright has been really um, the defensive catalyst on the perimeter, and he hasn't... Uh, it's weird that he doesn't have more steals per game than Summers because it looks like he has the way more impactful plays if you uh, see our games. Now, assists, uh, the Nuggets are leading the league in assists per games. Uh, obviously, Joker is the catalyst behind that. No surprise there. Now, we're facing the Spurs just a little bit later on, as you see now shooting around the free throw line area. And Ben Simmons was traded to the Spurs, as we saw that in our previous matchup with the Spurs uh, just a few days ago, for Doug McDermott. So Simmons is kind of playing point center, and as I said, in real life, that would be pretty interesting, wouldn't it? You'd have Wimby and Simmons on the floor. That's a lot of size, but you would need... Wimby would need the spacing from Simmons, and obviously Simmons hasn't been lighting it up with the J. So that would still be a very interesting lineup, if you ask me. Taking a really quick look at the injury report as it pertains to us, the main thing is uh, uh, Vassal will not be playing in this game as he is out with right knee tendonitis. He's out for two to four weeks. He obviously played in our first matchup, but he will not be playing in this matchup. Now, speaking of matchups, Next week, we will be starting off, as I've mentioned, a little bit later on with the Spurs. Hope you will join us for that game. Then we take on the Clippers on Wednesday. On Friday, we get our second meeting with the Miami Heat. Early November, we lost to the Heat. And our Southeast Division rivals have a one nothing lead on us in the season series. That's been the only matchup. That matchup took place in Miami. And then we take on the Phoenix Suns on next Sunday. Interesting there because the first time we played the Suns, obviously we'll be facing Bradley Beal for the second time, our former uh, former teammate here with the Wizards. And that was an overtime victory for the Wizards. So a very thrilling game there. And uh, we'll have that one linked in the description below. You definitely have to check that game out as that was probably one of the best games of the season uh, for the Wizards. And again, the Wizards pulled that one out against uh, Phoenix in overtime. Now, taking a closer look at this Miami Heat matchup that we have coming up on Friday. The Wizards right now are 36 and 9. The Heat are 31 and 14 and are currently third in the Eastern Conference behind the Wizards and behind the New York Knicks. Currently, the Heat have a four-game winning streak. The Wizards have won two in a row after taking that loss to the Timberwolves. And as you also see, Wizards 9 and 1 in their last 10. The Heat are 7 and 3. This game will be taking place in D.C. The last one took place in Miami, and you see Miami's 15 and 8 on the road, while the Wizards are 16 and 5 at home. 
And finally, even though they have Clint Capella and Bam Adebayo, the Heat only have 25.6 rebounds a game. We have 29.4 rebounds a game. But I'm telling you, when we actually take on the Heat, it's going to probably look a lot different. I'm sure they're going to get their uh, licks in on the glass. I I am very, very worried about that. And going forward, even if we manage to win this game on Friday, going forward, I'm still concerned on how we will handle the um, how we will handle the heat's heat on the glass as we go deeper into the season, because there's a good chance we'll face the heat in the playoffs. If things hold as they are, maybe they'll be the team we run into in the Eastern conference finals. Last season, the three seed was Cleveland and that's who we ran into in the Eastern conference finals. All right. So taking a quick look again, Spurs later on today, hope to see you there. Then we take on the Clippers on Wednesday, the heat on Friday and the Phoenix suns on Sunday. That's going to do it for this edition of Season Long Baller. Hope you've enjoyed a Season Long Podcast number 45. Hope you've enjoyed us doing that shoot-around. I like doing the shoot-around. What do you think of that? Go ahead and hit me in the comments below if you like when we do the shoot-arounds. And we will see you again later today against the San Antonio Spurs. That's it for Season Long Baller. Peace. Peace.